welcome to season six of Travel Stories Podcast. Welcome. I can't, how do I start this again? Man, I need to do this more often. I really do. I can't remember how I start it. Welcome to season six of Travel Stories. Oh, yeah. Where we're no longer following me. I'm, I'm not going to say this bit anymore, but I will now. Where we're no longer following me around every country in mainland Europe on the motorcycle because I already did it. Her name's Gloria. She's beautiful. She is. She's in the rain at the moment and it's hurting me physically. I hate it. <laughs> Gotta get her in a garage, you're nice and warm, you know, on a little battery tender. Oh, anyway, if you are in, let's see, if you are in, let's think of places. If you're in New Jersey, if you're in New Jersey and you are on a bus, I think I've done this one before. Because I, I distinctly remember being on a bus in New Jersey, and I think it sticks in my head. Let's do three today. If you're in a, on a bus in New Jersey, right? If you're in, if you're in Iran, hanging out, traveling through, and uh, and you're realizing how nice the people are there. That's all I keep hearing about Iran, man. Nice people. I'll do a third. If you are also in. Oh, why did I say I'd do a third? Uh, if you're in Madrid, Spain, if you didn't know where Madrid was, and you are, hmm, and you're walking through the street, walking through the street, walking through the street, is that a phrase? Yeah, and and you're realizing that Madrid is pretty, like, what's the what's the word, like, where you got those certain places that are whatever this word is. So like if you're in New York area, Williamsburg is this, you know? And if you're on the West Coast, then Portland is is this. And Melbourne is that for the uh, for Australia. It's that. What is that word? I guess hipster, <laughs> but that's kind of derogatory. Anyway, you're realizing it's kind of that, whatever that is. Then I would invite you to join me, Jesus Christ. Then I would invite you to join me. I am in the same place. I am in Shropshire, getting ready to go, actually. Uh, well, kind of getting ready to go, getting tying up loose ends and what have you and seeing people and stuff like that, getting ready for Christmas. And then I leave after the new year. You can hear the cars outside. Uh, yeah, leaving in the new year, spending Christmas here with the family, etc. And then right after new year, I'm going to go live in Brazil. But before that, I have to go, have to, I have to go to Vegas. And then from Vegas, I have to go to New York. From New York, I have to go to Columbus, Ohio. And then from Columbus, then I finally get to go <laughs> to Brazil, to Rio, right? Yeah, I'm loving it. Oh, the other day, right? By the way, if you're new to these episodes, uh, in in season six, it's been, like I said, following me around uh, mainland Europe, done all that, 42 countries, done all that. And so uh, it's basically a lot of me talking about stuff, <laughs> Some of it is uh, to do with travel. So there you go. Season seven, though, I'm in the middle of a story. Season seven <laughs> uh, will be with you guys. We'll be with you guys. We'll be with the listeners. I've already done a bunch of interviews for that. And uh, yeah, a few more to go, actually. So we've got, let's see, say we do 24 episodes for season seven, right? Which sounds about right, you know? That's like, what, six months? And so say we do that, we've, ooh, we've got some spaces left. So... If you want to be on season seven, which you should, it's going to be cool. It's basically just a chat, you know. If you want to be on season seven and talk about travel, then get in touch uh, in the description for this. Then, oh, well, you can get in touch on Instagram at Backpack Digital. Just let me know and I'll send you a link. Or in the description of this will be a link where you can book a call with me and we'll do it. It'd be cool. Right. 
What was my story I originally started? Uh, what was it? I'll go back to that. But yeah, in season... <laughs> All over the place. In season seven, uh, it's going to be all travel. And this stuff that you're hearing now, this type of episode where it's just me chatting, that is going to be a new thing that I've decided. I have decided from uh, a lot of you guys saying that it should be so. I've decided that it will be called The Hayden Lee Show. That's right. I'm (laughs) I'm going full narcissist on this one. The Hayden Lee Show. (laughs) I'm hoping that I can kind of pull it off as being ironic, uh, you know. But that's what it's going to be. It is actually going to be a new, what's it called? Uh, like a new feed. So how podcasts work is that they have a feed and you're now listening to the feed. And uh, so it'll be a new one that you, if you want to, will have to, have to, will have to subscribe to. And so when it's all ready, when it's out, and that's when season seven will drop in the new year, I'll let you know where it is. Well, it'll just be the Hayden Lee Show, but I'll send you some links and stuff like that. And you can check it out. It's going to be like this, but maybe... Maybe not so much travel related. I mean, that will be a part of it because it's a part of my life. But yeah, it'll just be, it's kind of just chatting about stuff because I like to chat about, well, I like to chat about, chat about stuff, but I like to chat about stuff. Man, stop repeating yourself. I'm going to do it again. I like to chat about stuff that's not necessarily travel-based. I, I think a lot of thoughts and I, I, it's weird. I think a lot of thoughts, but I also, I put them together in my brain by vocalizing them. You know, it's like if I kind of have a half idea, then I'll talk it through with someone. I say talk it through, I mean talk at someone. I'll talk it through with someone and then that's where they will crystallize, right? So that's basically what the what the new show is going to be. It's going to be fun. It's going to be really fun. And having a new feed means that I get to choose some new music and have a different vibe, get some artwork on the front. Oh, man, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Anyway, the original thing I was saying, the other day, this is a point in the story. Why did I even start the story? The, uh, yeah, the other day, uh, I was hanging out at a place, and uh, there's a Brazilian guy there, and we were chatting uh, in Portuguese. And he said, "I took this as such a compliment, man." He said that when I speak Portuguese, I don't have a gringo accent, like <laughs> like I have a Brazilian accent when I speak in Portuguese. It's like authentic, and I was well pleased with that, man. Well pleased because. That's one of the hardest things. Yeah, you can learn all the words and you can learn, oh, you know, this means this, etc. But to me, it's not the same if you're, I don't know, it's, what is that? It's like, it's, it's kind of like you're finishing it off, like you rounded it off, you know? It's, it's more perfect than it, than it, you know, is in a lot of cases. And I like that. I like that. I don't even know why I started that. Not even a story, but it made me happy. <laughs> Anyway, so this episode, right, I wanted to talk, oh, I wanted to talk about a lot of stuff. Like I was saying, it kind of all comes together as I talk. This is why I turn the microphone on and then see what happens, man. And hopefully it's keeping you guys company while you're, like I say, on a bus in Madrid or like, or you're walking down the road or going on your run or whatever you're doing. I like that you, I like that you listen to this, man. It's, it's kind of, I don't know, it's, it's just someone talking to you. That's what it is. <laughs> I hope it's healthy. Is that healthy? Like having to consistently be entertained? <laughs> no, I think it is. It, hopefully it gives you some interesting like ideas for you, not for yourself, but to think about. And hopefully that sparks other ideas and stuff like that, you know? What was my original point? Yeah. So today I wanted to talk about kind of, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Jordan Peterson and reading a lot of Jordan Peterson. So order and chaos have been kind of in my head a lot, as well as as well as maturing and hmm 
and once out of life and a load of things like this, right? So coming up with the title for this episode is going to be quite difficult, but so, hmm, how to start this? Uh, okay, if we if we think initially, if we think of order and chaos, right? Order is, well, order is order. Order is being in your living room with the fire going. That's order, right? Chaos could be on a bus in Madrid where you don't know where you're going and you don't know, obviously, who's driving the bus. Anything could happen at any point. Order and chaos. Now, we would... In a lot of cases, in most cases, chaos is a bad thing. But I think, but also, not even I think, oh, this is true. From chaos, that is where things like creativity emerge. That's where things like the things that spike our dopamine, that's where they emerge. You don't get a big dopamine spike from sitting in your living room with the fire on, right? But you do, or you may, from from entering this chaos going to travel is entering chaos anything that's taking us out of our out of our comfortable surroundings where our body wants to stay because it just wants to keep alive anything that takes us out of that is stepping into chaos and i think that stepping into that chaos is entirely necessary for life i think a balance between the two this is what life consistently comes down to a balance between two different things the answer is most of the time in the middle who's correct politically is it the left is it the right the answer is probably in the middle you know this is why i find it incredibly difficult to vote you know not <laughs> well notwithstanding the uh, the kind of hey choose this terrible person or this terrible person like which one do i choose you know <laughs> i once had an analogy uh no i won't go into my analogy but uh yeah <laughs> safe to say it was it was the analogy of a 17 year old punk rocker but anyway so what was my point <laughs> so the the balance balance in life is often what is to be achieved and balance can only be achieved by stepping into order and stepping into chaos now stepping into order very easily done it's what our, our body nat naturally wants to do it's what our brain naturally wants to do stay in the living room put the fire on you know and stepping into chaos is a little more difficult stepping into chaos is is ordering that ordering a flight you order, buying a flight purchasing a flight what's the correct verb there? is getting a flight there you go um <laughs> that's stepping into chaos it is What's the word? Booking. There you go. It's booking the flight. That is the first step into chaos. And it's it shows, I think it shows a lot about a person that they can, that they do, and that they want to step into chaos. Maybe it shows that maybe it shows that they're not satisfied with order, which I think is a natural thing. Like who is satisfied with I mean, yeah, being in your living room with the fire on fantastic love that put a bit of lord of the rings on get get a bit of a duvet going get some red wine you what you got yourself there is a perfect sunday right but but you can only there's only there's a reason why there's only one sunday in the week you need more than that you need more than I, it's a weird thing to say you need more than order you need that little bit of chaos in order to in order to have an interesting life and surely we all want an interesting life but <laughs> oh man see this is me putting it all into perspective in my head you see so that's what i think of chaos i think chaos can be a good thing it can obviously be a terrible thing but then from the chaos that's where lessons are learned when lessons are learned you can bring that into your new order right you're following <laughs> i don't think i am so that's chaos right and this had me thinking this had me thinking of 
Well, it wasn't so much this, but I've been I've been having feelings recently. Feelings, right? <laughs> and so for the past however long, I don't know how old I am, 29. And uh, so for the past however long, it's been it's been all about I guess life has been all about stepping into that chaos. It's been a search for that dopamine. It's been a search for that freedom, right? And freedom isn't, it's weird because for me, for many, many years, freedom has been the goal. Freedom has been the goal. Now, why has freedom been the goal? That's a good question. That is a good question. Maybe it's because I've been raised in this kind of uh, English working class environment and I, I see the negatives that come with having that much order. I see the negatives that come with living that life. I'm sure you all know exactly what I mean. The people that are however old they are, they still live in the same town, they've never left. And it seems very every day is like Sunday, to quote Morrissey. <laughs> Man, I love quoting Morrissey. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I, I can see the, or I have seen the negatives of that, and I guess dwelled on them, as we all do, as as travellers, we can all dwell on that in other people and maybe in ourselves, and we can go, that is not what I want. I often say that when I, when I hit 90, I'm very optimistic, when I hit 90, I don't want to have that regret. That regret in my head could come from too much order, too not enough chaos, not enough difference, not enough change, not enough stepping into that chaos and too many Sundays, right? So that's kind of what I've been chasing. Freedom is what I've been chasing. People ask me, what is what's the meaning of life to me in one word? And I would say freedom. And I think maybe, maybe that's misguided. I think it's good to be able to question your own beliefs. And I think maybe that's misguided. Hmm. So if, yeah, I've been thinking things recently. Freedom is fantastic. I'm not going against that. I'm not going against that. Freedom, however, is <laughs> is the dissolution of order. You know, it's the it's the it's the non-attainment of responsibility. Freedom is only accessible, some most say, through discipline. And discipline is the manifestation of order, right? <laughs> so how can <laughs> so how can you use order? And then cultivate discipline in order to get freedom, which essentially is chaos. <laughs> oh man, this is fun. <laughs> so that's, yeah, that's my initial thoughts on freedom, right? And so then I've been thinking, is that still what I want? I mean, I'm 29 and my body's going through changes, right? <laughs> well, it's more my mind. My body's just getting a little bit fatter. That's why I'm going to Brazil, man. Because <laughs> I'm thinking, while I uh, before I turn thirty, I want to be. My plan is, my plan is, and you could probably get some uh, some metaphor from this. But my plan is to, as I'm entering my thirtieth year, to be in shape, like really in shape, so that I can then, what's the word, maintain it, right? Rather than letting it get a hold of me, letting it get away with me, and then I'm forty five and I go, oh dear, and then I've got a big task on my hands, you know. So I'm going to enter 30 in shape and kind of maintain from then on. It kind of seems like, it's, tell you what it is, it's looking after myself. And this is another Jordan Peterson thing, actually. It's, man, I'm go okay, I'm going to have to try and remember all these tangents, right? But it's looking after yourself because it's, it's uh, what's the word? It's beneficial to think of yourself like a community of people. You today is different from you yesterday, different from you 10 years ago, and different from you 10 years from now, right? But they're all 
in a sense, a community of people. Now, this is bad for me to think about because I can easily go insane with this. And, uh, but it's like a community of people. And you would look after, you. it's weird, you look after your friends potentially better than you look after yourself. It's that thing of, what is it? Um, uh, if you... Uh, if people get given a prescription, right, then what is it? 30% of those people won't even fill the prescription, won't even go and get the pills, right? But they need the pills, right? And this is putting aside the whole, is the is Western medicine a bad thing? Is the pill thing, you know? And, you know, you should get to the underlying issue. Putting that aside, right? Say you really need the pills, right? Uh, so 30% of the people won't even get them, right? And then of the remaining uh, 70%, Thirty uh, percent of those won't will get them, but won't even take them. Right. However, contrast that with if your dog needs some pills, or do dogs take pills? Yeah, I guess they do. If your dog needs something, or your cat needs something, you know you're getting those pills, and you know they're taking those pills. You're looking after them. Right? <laughs> and then it gets even crazy when you think that that you taking your pills that is essential for the dog too. The dog needs you to be well and alive in order to, it would want that. You know? <laughs> so we look after other people arguably better than we do ourselves. This is, we, we often put ourselves last with things and things like this, right? What was my point? Bring it round. You can do this. Uh, <laughs> uh, what was it? Oh man, where was I? Oh no, I've lost it. I've lost the thread. Okay, to pick up the thread, pick up the thread. Where was I? Uh, look after yourself. Uh, community of people. That was it. I'm going backwards. Community of people. We're a community of people. What was I just talking about? Oh no. <laughs> okay, okay, I've got this. I've got this. We're a community of man. Too many tangents. I thought I could hold them all. Thought I could juggle them all, but I couldn't. <sighs> okay. I might have to, oh no. <laughs> okay, I'm going to pause this and try and think about where I was because <laughs> I was in the middle of something. Right, bear with me. I'm going to pause this. Okay, I've got it. I'm back with you. So I was talking about, oh, I've forgotten again. No, I've got it. <laughs> I was talking about, I'm 29, going into 30, going into my 30th year and my brain's going through changes. That's what, and then the way I got into that was I was saying I'm going to Brazil and looking after myself and then community of people. There we go. I'm there, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh yep so <laughs> 29 and i'm going through changes i'm not going to sing bowie again i did that last time i think and it's in my brain right and may, i think it's a natural thing i think it's just what happens i think it's like the biological clock for women i think it's like with men i'm pretty sure well i'm experiencing a, a very similar thing and i think maybe I think that, uh, you know, a couple of episodes back where I went to see uh, my old missus <laughs> and, well, we all know what happened there. Uh, if you're not up to speed on that, basically uh, after, uh, I don't know, we broke up for like four years or so. I think we were together for four years too, or three years uh, we, broke, we broke up. And throughout a lot, of, well, all of that time, I was always like, ah, oh, was that the right thing to do? Should I have broken up with her? And I was thinking about her every day and it was it was an, an unclosed loop and I, I couldn't I couldn't be what's the word? I couldn't be open to new relationship possibilities because that loop was still open. I had to go check it out. And so I went went to go see her and uh well, closed the loop, shall we say. <laughs> it was like, hey, uh, you know, I've been thinking about you an awful lot. Have you been uh, you been thinking of me? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Okay, cool. Right, bye. <laughs> so that closed the loop, right? And so because that loop's closed, it opened up so many other opportunities in, in my head. And so I think that might have been a catalyst to it as well. But now 
hmm, I'm kind of, it's like, it's a bit of a change. And well, listening to and reading a lot of Jordan Peterson has been, has been kind of morphing this as well. It's the idea that the meaning of life isn't so much freedom or uh, kind of enjoying life, even though I'm 100% not closed off to that because that may be what I'm about to say. That may be what it kind of entails. But uh, the, free, the meaning of life, uh, according to Jordan Peterson, is responsibility. And I heard that a while ago and I didn't really understand. But now I'm kind of having these feelings. I understand a bit more. It's because if you imagine a life without responsibility, which is what I was always chasing, which is surely that's what the freedom that I was chasing entails. There's no responsibility. You can, it's the freedom from and the freedom for, right? So it's the the freedom or the freedom to rather the freedom f- freedom from things like having to go to work on Monday. That's lovely, right? The freedom to uh, get on a flight and go somewhere else, right? The freedom to spend my Tuesday however I wish, right? All good things. However, if you take that, it's often it's often good to think about things. It's often easier to think about things uh, if you take them to the extremes, right? What would this look like if it was the extreme? Would it still be a good thing? Or is it still, at its essence, a good thing, right? So if you take the freedom to its complete extreme, it doesn't look too much like, it doesn't look too much like a good life. And it does it does at the start, but then after, say, a few years of that, you start to want more. Maybe that's what's happening, but uh, after a few years, you start to want more. You start to in a sense, crave that responsibility, right? And this is why I think it's good when people when people travel, right? And they don't just travel, they don't just go there and go and, you know, find out what's there and meet some people and go have a good time, have a bit of a party and then, um, and then go back home. I, that's cool. That's absolutely fine. And that 100% has its place. I've been doing that for years. That 100% has its place. But I think it's great when people go out, they travel and... They want to tell people about it, not for any narcissistic reason, but in order to almost enlighten them is a large word, but in, in order to kind of help people in a sense. And that's, uh, that goes as well, obviously, for the people that go out to, to third world countries and help, like literally help. That is, that's more of a responsibility that you're giving yourself, admittedly. That's more of a, of a responsibility than pure freedom. Right. And that's why I like that. I, I like that a lot. So this responsibility thing, this has been coming up for me. <laughs> this is such a therapy session, man, isn't it? <laughs> so, all right. I was, uh, I was talking the other day and if you were to describe, so put yourself in the future, however many years, depending on however old you are, you put yourself in the future, right? Say you're, I don't know, 45. Let's say 45. If you're older than 45, then Put yourself again, more in the future, right? And so, uh, yeah, put yourself there. What is your perfect, uh, not so much day, but moment? If you could, I like moments, right? Moments tell a lot about, they're kind of like, hmm, I know there's an analogy somewhere, but moments say a lot about what creates the moments. You know, you get a lot of, you get a lot of intel from a, a situation, Right. And so the moments tell you a lot about them. That's, uh, I wish I had an analogy for that because it's hard to put into words, right? But what is your perfect moment? If you could describe one moment that could that could happen when you're 45, let's say, right? So I was thinking that for me and it came to my head, right? 
this is this for me is the perfect moment and this wouldn't have been the perfect moment in the past maybe in the past it would have been i don't know uh let's see um what would it have been maybe in the past it would have been in rural japan kind of waking up with a little cup of tea and just being by myself and having that kind of scenery that does sound perfect doesn't it but now it's kind of I don't know, it's morphing a little bit because what I said was, um, I was talking to my friend Charlie, I think I reference her every episode, um, and I think she might have put it into words uh, way better than I could, but it was being in a garage. All I want from life is a garage, man, full of tools, right? Being in my garage, full of tools, surrounded by all my tools, right? Because tools, man, come on, how good are tools, right? Being surrounded by all my tools, right? And I've got my kid there, little Jimmy, right? No, Jimmy's my nephew, and he <laughs> for my old stories it's not gonna be called jimmy anyway that's i was thinking about the name lafayette how cool is the name lafayette right awesome anyway so i'm with, <laughs> I'm with my, my kid right and we're doing some work on a on a little project we're like restoring i don't know some old tools because i've been watching, watching a lot of res- restoration videos just like getting old kind of rusty uh axes or something and then watching people restore them to their former glory man oh it's so good. Anyway, so <laughs> restoring something, maybe a car, something like that. Hand me the spanner, little Johnny. What was his name again? And uh, <laughs> and just fixing all that, right? And then we're doing all that. And then the wife, right? Don't even know whether I believe in marriage or, or not, but the wife slash missus slash whatever comes in. And maybe this is a little old school of me. It's kind of the way I was raised. And I don't think there's anything wrong with it. But the wife comes in slash missus slash whatever. And she's got a tray of sandwiches. I don't know why we need a tray. There's only two of us and he's only about eight, right? But she comes in with a tray of sandwiches and goes, ah, oh, how are you boys doing? Ah, oh, working hard, you know? Here's a tray of sandwiches and we're all there. You know what I mean? <laughs> And like, you know, the music from the hit TV show, The Wonder Years is playing, that type of thing. That, for me, I don't know why, but that is what I'm, that's what I'm looking at, man, as a perfect moment. How perfect is that moment? Is it just me? Or does that sound amazing? So, <laughs> it's weird. That's what my mind's going to now. Maybe it's an age thing. Maybe I'm at that age. But that's where I'm going, man. <laughs> so, yeah, maybe it's a maturation is that a word maturation i feel like it is maturing would be what i want to say anyway maybe it's a maturing thing maturation i'm gonna go with that i'm sure there's an easier word that i'm just forgetting maybe it's a maturation i'm gonna go, i'm gonna look this up man there we go i'll done maturation totally is a word nailed it maybe it's <laughs> maybe it's a maturation thing right Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But that doesn't mean that doesn't mean that things like travel and chaos can't exist. Because if I were to spend every day out there in the garage fixing the car, it takes three years to renovate this old whatever I'm renovating, you know, an old F forty or something, I wish. <laughs> but uh all my car guys know what I'm saying, am I right? <laughs> yeah, maybe it takes three years to do that. In the third year that moment is not going to be the same. You can't live solely in order or chaos. I don't think. Anyway, you can't live solely in that. So I will need the injection of chaos into that order in order to live what I would, uh, I suppose, deem a fulfilling life. And I think that 
is where travel comes in. That is where travel can be the the reined in chaos, the chaos that we can utilize, the chaos that we know and the chaos that we can use. That's what I think travel is. So <clears throat> if you're if you are older, if you're if you're already 45 and you have a garage and it's full of tools and you're helping your kid, you know, renovate an old F40. <laughs> if you're renovating an F40, then <laughs> you can you can yeah <laughs> then your travel is going to be amazing and f40 by the way ferrari f40 it's look it up man it's amazing uh <laughs> what was saying yeah if you've already got that and you have that order or if you're living in a place and you're right now in the living room the fire's on and you're thinking hey i should watch lord of the rings later i've got my duvet i've got my red wine then you have you have the order and maybe when you have the order you crave the chaos maybe that's what it is maybe i have the chaos and i'm craving the order because you need that balance of the two things right so yeah if you have that order then i can see why you would crave that chaos right and like i said i think travel is the perfect one because not only does it fulfill that need fulfill that dopamine giving need of, of that chaos is a strange word for it but not only does it fill that need but it gives you so many other things as we know you guys are all travelers man you know how this is you know how this is it, it gives you so much more it gives you all these changes in your mindset and changes in mindset are always a very good thing what i'm explaining through this entire thing is a is a drastic change of mindset that's come about in me potentially due to age potentially due to not being able to talk potentially due to circumstance and the way i've lived my life thus far right uh, change of mindset is a great thing and that is one of the biggest things as we know that travel gives you right and being open i think being hmm, being a person that wants to travel immediately makes you open makes you the type of person that is open to a change of mindset because hmm, why is that i suppose because in order to step into that chaos you need to step out of the order and stepping out of the order is stepping out of the status quo right like it's not the status quo to go travel right and so if we're willing to step out of the status quo we may it's likely also be willing to change our mindset on things because our mindset has obviously been changed we haven't been many times we haven't been raised with this travel in us right so i think that's a good thing i think that's a good thing man <laughs> i've been talking a lot it's crazy but fun these are just all my ideas that i've been having and it's uh yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of wrestling with it at the moment. I feel like it's weird. I kind of feel like when I go to Brazil, I have this feeling like I'm going to meet someone. But maybe that's just my mind going, "Hey, when you get out there, make sure you meet someone." <laughs> I don't want to force it. That's the worst thing to do. But right now, right now, as soon as I hang out with some girl or whatever, I say or whatever i mean a girl right <laughs> not dogs as soon as i hang out with a girl my mind is kind of immediately going hey you know <laughs> hayden lee i'm like yep and it goes uh what would this what would it be like right if the two of you were 40 years old right what would your life be like like i'm immediately imagining <laughs> you know what if she was my wife right <laughs> that's just what's happening that is just what's happening and i can't it's weird i can't help it right now it's just, <laughs> it's strange man the the mind is a powerful thing right so yeah all this to say <laughs> all this to say 
it's kind of one of those things of when you're 15, you know everything. When you're 18, you realize you knew nothing, and now you know everything. This continues to happen. And now that I'm just about to turn 30, I really feel like when I was 25, I knew nothing. And now that I'm 29, I now know everything. <laughs> but I think when, it, when you hit 25, a weird thing happens when you realize this and you go, oh, okay, no, I will never know everything ever again. <laughs> like I will always be in this state of, I know nothing, Jon Snow. You know, you'll always be in this state, right? And... <laughs> And I think that's something that is good to know about yourself. And this is the same when it comes to travel. This is the same when it comes to any of your opinions, you know? It's like, uh, I don't know, man. It's like having these strong opinions on, say, for example, people that don't travel. I've had strong opinions on that in the past. like, And they've, they've changed. They've always had it the same vein, but they've changed, right? It's been like, you know, what are these people doing with their lives? At, at its strongest, it's been that, you know? They don't know what they're missing. And it's not a contempt, but it's it's really thinking about this, about them in, in this light. And like it's a like it's a failure of theirs, you know. People that that work all their lives and say they work in McDonald's all their lives, and then and then they retire, and then they, it, it for me at its worst, my opinion was that it's that it was a failure of theirs. This is I'm not saying this is correct thinking. I think this is false thinking, but at its worst, that was my thought. This is years and years back, right? And what was my original point? <laughs> yeah, and I think that. I think that these. I think there's a reason that opinions mellow over time. It's not that you care less. It's that. It's that you. Hmm, it's that all this new information comes in, and you're more open to it. That's what I think it is, and you start to realize more things. Like, hey, you need both sides of it. So, <laughs> at at its worst they're 50% false, <laughs> you know, even though they're not false at all. At its worst, it can only be that, right? Because you have to get the balance. That's what it is. And so, because there's a lot of people, there's a lot of travelers that think, that have that feeling, especially when you go out and travel for the first time, you go, what are people, people don't know what they're doing. They're missing all this. They're staying in their original country. They're missing all of this, man. And it's, yeah, it's it's a little more difficult than that. It's a it's a little more kind of uh yeah, it's a little more nuanced. There we are. It's a little more nuanced than that. <laughs> but yeah, these are all my thoughts. Having said that, I am going to go live in Brazil for 6 months. Why am I doing that? That's a question to myself. Why am I doing that? I feel like I need to. I feel like I still feel like it's weird because I have all these thoughts of a craving for order, but I still feel like I can't spend more than six months in one place. What is that? What is that? Yeah. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking about stop talking about all this stuff. <laughs> I hope that at least some of you found that interesting. It's mainly just me figuring out stuff in my own head that I haven't really figured out. And maybe it's not time to figure out yet. So we'll see. I'll let you know how that goes. <laughs> Let's get on to some questions, shall we? Shall we? I think we shall. If you want to send in a question, it is Instagram at Backpack Digital, as in a backpack that is not analog. <laughs> backpack Digital. Uh, by the way, have you all checked out um, Jump the Travel podcast, the formerly known as the Budget Minor Traveler? Go check it out, man. It's awesome. It's awesome. And because uh, I, I, it's Jackie's show, you all know Jackie, right? And I do the sound for her show, right? 
and uh, it starts off with because she loves beer, right? and it starts with a uh, beer can opening, you know, like the click of a beer can. And oh, it was it was such a good time because I was doing that, and I thought, "All well, done. I'm going to put a little little bit of a room reverb on this, you know, put it on as a bit of an auxiliary, and then whack that up right at the end on the little. So if you listen to it, right, then the first thing is the beer can, and it goes. Right. But then the last, when it opens, there's like a lovely reverb on there that just, oh, it's so good. I was just listening to that over and over for ages. <laughs> anyway, go check it out. It's badass. Jump, the travel. I think it's just called Jump with Traveling Jackie, I think. Yeah, check it out. This first question is from Traveler Joe B.E. He says, I loved your last. Uh, podcast and inspired me to take Camino de Santiago. I'm so lazy for walking, <laughs> but the struggle will be good. Only thing afraid uh, of being alone terrifies and depresses me. That's why I should go and get over it. Man, this is such a good message. Man, this is awesome. Okay, let's break this down. Uh, I loved you by the Camino de Santiago. I'm so lazy for walking, but the struggle will be good. That is an interesting thing. That is seeing, hey, I'm I'm really lazy when it comes to walking. However, however, the struggle is good. And that is the thing about life, man. I'm gonna tie all of these questions back to life. So that is that's life. Uh what is it? I can't remember who um I can't remember who says it actually. I think it's is it Ryan Holiday uh that had a book, The Obstacle is the Way. And how true is that? And this is again something that maybe we only really conceive of when we get a little older. And I'm not basically, uh, by the way, <laughs> basically, by the way, I'm not old and wise. This is not what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not claiming to have any sort of wisdom or anything like that. This is just stuff I'm learning along the way. And I, like I said, I'm 29 and I know nothing, Jon Snow. However, the struggle, the obstacle is the way. That's, in a sense, is that the meaning of life? <laughs> the obstacle, the struggle, the Buddhists say it is the buddhists say that that is the meaning of life that struggle and how do they put it um what's it called uh suffering suffering that is life is suffering sounds like a terrible thing to say but it's not just in the suffering in the things happening to you in the things that you put yourself in it's the overcoming of it the obstacle is not necessarily the way well no the way is the correct term there the obstacle is not necessarily the meaning of life but the get the going through the obstacle the jumping over the hurdle the walking of the camino de santiago that is in a sense, the meaning of life. The Camino de Santiago is the way. Interestingly, Camino means the way. And uh, that's the way to go to, I don't know. I don't know. What's the end of that sentence? You follow the path and that's, what, is that the meaning of life? I don't know. Who knows? Anyway, it continues to say, uh, only thing, afraid of being alone. Uh, it terrifies and depresses me. That's why I should go and get over it. Amazing end to that sentence, that is. Yeah, so... Uh, being alone for for me and I know for a lot of other introverts being alone is absolutely fantastic man and I love it it is good it is really really good uh, and I know for a lot of other introverts that is the case for a lot of other people as as with yourself 
it ain't. And for you listening, that also might be the case. My sister is the same way. She, it's, well, it's, I don't know. Uh, I think for her, maybe it comes down to when she was born, she was a twin. The other twin, the other twin? Yeah, the other twin uh, didn't make it. And so there's something, I think there's something there when you're, if you share a, ro- a, a room, if you share a womb, a womb with someone, <laughs> sound like Jonathan Ross, if you share a womb with someone, right, then, I don't know, maybe, I, th- I believe that that probably affects you as you get older. I know a lot of, a lot of twins have, have the same thing. And so she can't, she can't be alone. You know, if she's, if, if her fella goes out for the evening, she's calling people up saying, Hey, what you doing? Right. And so, yeah, I know a lot of people uh, with that same thing. And I like that you say, that's why I should go and get over it. Get over it is a very harsh way of saying it, but it's good to, um, it's good to alleviate yourself of the things that you think have to be. It's a strange sentence, but if you think that something has to be, it's like if you hmm, if you have to do something or you feel like you have to do something, but it's not necessarily helping you, right? If if never be if never being alone is not necessarily helping you in life, but you feel like you have to never be alone, then that is a good thing to look at and a good thing to potentially uh, change. So that's awesome. And yeah. The the only problem with that <laughs> is that I don't think you'll be alone for very long on the Camino de Santiago. So I think your quest of of alleviating this, I, I don't think, call me pessimistic, but I don't think that will be fulfilled because the first day you're on the walk, you will start talking to someone. I know you will. And you'll start talking to someone and they will be your new friend for the next 20 years. Like that is, that's probably what gonna happen, what's going to happen. However, having said that, you do have the choice to be alone. You can say, hey, Bill, we've been, uh, we've been chatting and walking for the last for the next for the last three days for these next uh, next two days I just want to do it by myself and just chill out and just be with my own thoughts and stuff like that Bill will go yeah no worries I was thinking the exact same thing right I'm running out of conversation anyway <laughs> and so yeah you have the choice to do that it's going to be a it will be a choice though that's the thing I don't think you'll be thrust into uh, solitude I don't think that's what will happen amazing question man wasn't even a question, <laughs> but amazing comment, man. I loved it. Loved it. This is from Jenny Reed 99. This is the voice of wisdom. She says, oh, regarding the Hayden Lee show, she says, call it Lee Rambles. Oh, no. Uh, you like being called Lee? I sure do. People always say you ramble. Done. That makes so much sense. It really does. But I'm afraid. <laughs> On this current Jenny Reed, and this won't happen a lot, but I must go against your, uh, your wisdom. I am ever so sorry. <laughs> but I had a bunch of people say, hey man, call it Hayden Lee Show. And now it's kind of, it's stuck in my head, you know? <laughs> Though that is a good name. <sighs> right then. This next one is from E. Wiki Vicky. E. Wiki. E. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. I was, I was just thinking it might be uh, Ewick. Uh, I know that's with an A. E W A R K. That's pronounced Ewick, apparently. Anyway, uh, hey, Aiden, she says, stumbled upon your podcast while looking for, I sounded like I was going into a rap then. I sounded so much like easy, I didn't sound like easy, but I had the same kind of tempo. Is he stumbled upon your podcast in my 6-4 while looking for some inspiration. <laughs> I'm not a rap. Uh, it was exactly what I needed. Thank you very much. I'm glad. I am glad. 
It probably would have been best to start at season one, but I found myself listening backwards. Hey man, it's all good. It's all good. Starting at season one of any podcast, I don't think is a good idea because it takes a while to get your stride, right? And especially with this one, season six is so different to the rest of it. Well, it's an entirely different show to the rest of the different seasons. But yeah, I think people need to hit their stride. So I think going in at like, apart from if it's a, except for if it's a TV show and you need to know the backstory, except for that, getting in at like season two or season three, that's probably a good call, you know? Except for Star Wars, actually, even though the second film is arguably the best. What's your favorite Star Wars film? There's a question to you guys. Favorite Star Wars film? So you've got four, five, six, because my brother started watching Star Wars, never watched it before. And uh, and he said, oh, it's on TV in order. So I'm, I'm watching watching the first one. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Which first one? <laughs> and he goes, oh, there's, you know, some kid and Liam Neeson's in it. And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> so Star Wars, you got four, five, six, one, two, three, uh, seven. 8, 3.5, and I guess whatever number Solo would be, chronologically, what would that be? So he's kind of young. That'd be maybe 2.5-ish, something like that. Anyway, what's your favorite Star Wars film? That's my that's my question to you guys. I'll carry on now with this question. Uh, your Solo Traveling Podcast was the first I found, and I'm glad I did. A lot of people are finding that one first. I think it's just, I think it's like more available than the rest. Uh, in July, I'll be studying abroad in Ireland. I decided to book my ticket a week early to explore on my own. Great choice. Uh, first solo trip. Nice. I'll be staying in Dublin for my studies, but I'm looking to go to some other spots. Any recommendations? Keep rambling and keep traveling. Big love to you. Well, big love to you too, Vicky. Uh, Ireland, I don't really know. <laughs> I don't really know Ireland too well, to be honest. I mean, it's one of those things... It's like, it's like an Australian never having been to New Zealand. It's right there. <laughs> you know, Ireland is right there, but I've, I've not been, I've not been to Ireland. It's for Americans. It's, I, I would hazard a guess that more Americans visit Ireland than, uh, than British people. I mean, for holidaying purposes, I'm saying for vacation purposes. <clears throat> yeah. Um, no, I don't know. To be honest, Dublin's Dublin's a I've heard Dublin's a good place you know if you walk around for a bit you might meet Conor McGregor that's yeah <laughs> I know a lot of people that listen to this show though have been to Ireland and love Ireland so if any of you guys have any recommendations for Ireland any, anything that's like hey man I, I never read about this place but I decided to go there and it turns out it's amazing or any hidden gems hit us up man hit me and Vicky up at Backpack Digital and uh, yeah we'll let everyone know all at the same time but that's awesome. The the uh, <clears throat> it's your first tra uh, solo traveling thing. Wicked, loving that man. Enjoy it. It's hmm. I love the fact that you've taken that first week. It's like right. I'm going there. I'm going there to study. But I'm going to get there a week early. That is a really good idea, man. Really good idea. So enjoy. Let us know of the hidden gems that you find. But that'll be in July. So hopefully we'll uh, we'll bring some to you before then. Thanks for writing in, <clears throat> man. Must stop smoking. This one is from Dan underscore underscore Sherlock. I think it's a double underscore. Looks like it. He says, hey, man, hope you're doing good and smashing those 14 hour, 14 hour days. I was. I did. Uh, the what's it called? The building that we built is now operational. My mom's uh, rock school is it is looking amazing. It really is. And it's everyone, all the students love it. So yeah, I'm glad I did that. It's really good. 
sorry I didn't get back to your book a slot. That's all good. That's all good. Had a few busy few had a oh, had a rather busy few weeks setting up my freelance business. Guess you'd call it that. Loving that. Uh, as a video editor. Ooh, so I can quit my job of being a van delivery driver and work when I want, doing what I want. Obviously, with the aim of working where I want. Yes, man. Yes, that is, that's the thing I was talking about the other week or the other whenever about the transcriptionist job. It's like having that skill that probably everyone has, not as a transcriptionist, but you will have a skill that you can do online. And that is, we're, we're in a time now where you, I think you must do that. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like you have the ability to, and I feel like you should. <laughs> Maybe it's not what everyone wants, and this is again going back to the order and chaos because it is a bit more chaotic uh, working for yourself or being freelance. But I feel like it opens up a lot of doors, and I feel like we're in exactly the right time to do it. It's it's basically like living through the '60s and never going to go see the Beatles. You know what I mean? It's we're in that time. You have the opportunity, and the people, all the people before you couldn't, but you can. Might as well do it, right? Anyway. Uh, handing in my notice Tuesday this week. Loving that. So pumped. Uh, man, I imagine so. Uh, to go back to my last message, I meant I knew you were going to do something about your ex-missus because you kept mentioning her every now and then and doing a little sigh and a pause. Yeah, man. It was on my mind. Could you tell? It was weighing on my mind. <laughs> Glad you got closure, though. It doesn't matter about the result. Just that a door has been closed and another one has been opened. Yeah, man. That's what it's all about. It's about stepping into that thing where you don't know what the result's going to be, but either way, the result is going to open or close the loop. It's That's what it is. If you apply for a job, if you're looking to get a job and they, they go, oh, no, I can't apply for that or I shouldn't apply for that. As long as you apply, you're closing that loop, man. You, you'll never know what would have happened otherwise. It continues. Anyway, I definitely think it should be called the Hayden Lee Show. There we go. And it's got to have a cheesy jingle to it. Yeah, yeah, it does really, doesn't it? <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I was thinking about what music I'm going to put on it. And I don't know, man. <laughs> I'd like to, because we all like different styles of music and they all at different points as well. I was listening to uh, the other day, I was riding on the bike and I was listening to, what was it? Uh, Nightwish. I think it was Nightwish because it was in my brother's car. And I was like, this is amazing. And it's like the perfect workout music. It's like anthemic, like kind of Celtic Viking music. I'm like, this is, this is badass. <laughs> but then when I'm chilling on a Sunday before watching Lord of the Rings with the fire and the red wine, I wouldn't put that on. I'd put on a lovely bit of James Taylor, you know. <laughs> So, yeah, so I've been thinking, my point was, I've been thinking about music and I'd love to have some type of like Dio-esque kind of music, you know, <laughs> that'd be nice. That type of vibe, I love a bit of Dio, but I don't know, that's not the whole of me. It's a very difficult thing if you were to put music to, to if you were to put music to the Dan Sherlock show, what would it be? That's the question, man. It's like so many different styles. Anyway, have you ever thought of doing a UK trip? Interesting. There are so many amazing places in this country that we just glance over as Brits. That's, yeah, just what I was saying with, with Ireland, man. Definitely try Cornwall. I think I've mentioned it before that my missus is at uni there. Uh, it's an amazing place. Yeah, man. I've been to Cornwall, Cornwall a few times and I was watching this uh, I was watching this film, another tangent. I was watching this film, really good film, man. Like I was over at Charlie's and we wanted to watch like a like a rom-com, right? 
and we watched this one called It's About Time, I think it's called, or About Time, something like that. And the premise, if you were to read it, or if I were to tell you now, which I will, the premise sounds terrible. It sounds like a really bad 90s movie, right? <laughs> so a bloke finds out that all the men in his family can time travel. Sounds rather fantastical, doesn't it? But it's done so well. Richard Curtis, I believe, is the director. And uh, it's with that bloke, uh, Irish fella, ginger guy uh, from Black Mirror. That episode of Black Mirror where, uh, where like, he kicks a bucket and then uh, she can, like, bring him back as, like, a weird AI version of himself. And then she, like, builds him in the bath and then, then he comes back. That guy, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's super good. And Bill Nye. Uh, two syllables in that. Not the science guy, the uh, the other guy. Amazing film. What was my point? Yeah, amazing film. Really good. And they live in Cornwall, in it, right? And the place that they live is like right on the right on the sea, and it's the family atmosphere, and it's just so nice, man. That's uh, it's again reinforcing the idea of having the garage, and that's what it is, man. It's coming from that, anyway. <laughs> Right, where are we? Um, also, the Lake District is stunning and has some amazing roads for driving on. I have heard that, man. I need to do that. I know you've got your next project happening, but it's always here. <laughs> yeah, it is, man. Have a good one. Have a good one, and I'm sure I'll speak soon. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm coming around to the idea of the UK. I really am. <laughs> it's been a few years, but I am. It is a good place, man. It is a good place. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, I want to go to all the uh, castles, man. I love a castle. Love a castle. And that's one of those things. that That's me living in the 60s, not going to go see the Beatles. I live in England, and I'm rarely at a castle, right? <laughs> the, the, that's an interesting thing to think about in your own situation, you know? Like, do you live in... Oh, here we go. Come on. Geographical knowledge. Do you live in <laughs> in Norway, but you've never seen the Northern Lights? Do you live in, <laughs> I can't ever think of places, <laughs> man. Uh, do you live in Queensland, but you've never been gold mining? <laughs> do you live in California, but you never go to the beach? These, these are questions to ask yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah, anyway. This next one is from Nat Park Stories. I guess national stories from national parks, I guess. A girl and her pup, that's cute, traveling in their home van and tell stories from all the U.S. national parks. How good does that sound? Some great pictures too, man. You guys should go check this out. Nat Park Stories. She says, Hey, Hayden, you do the Travel Stories podcast, right? I love it. <laughs> that's a great message. <laughs> I do, as a matter of fact. I do, uh, sometimes. <laughs> and thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much. I love your Instagram too. There you go. I appreciate that. Thank you. Right. This one will be the last one for the day. Last one for the day. Uh, this is from david.baker.52. He says, This song might transport you back to your bike journey. Enjoy. Ooh, I am excited. Let's check this out, shall we? What's it called? So this song, which I'm going to find now, it's called, it's from an artist called... Bill Callahan. It's so hard to type with one hand. The song is called Riding for the Feeling. Let's have a little listen, shall we? Here we go. So rarely do we see another one 
so close and so long. Hell yes, man. That is, that's super good. Oh, man, uh, that, tell you what that reminded me of. Thank you for that, by the way. That reminded me of uh, one day, don't know why, years ago, I was watching this documentary on the Freedmans, right? What was his name again? Something Freedman began with a J, I think. Um, I can't remember what it was. I'll tell you why I was watching it, actually. Uh, hold on, let me have a look. Freed, I should know. This is like common knowledge. Friedman, there we go. Milton, nope. Friedman's, let's try that. Uh, yeah, oh, here we go. Jesse Friedman and his his old man. Yeah, so I'll tell you why I was watching it, because I, I was, uh, I, come on words, I was trying to perfect my, per, per, uh, whew, trying to perfect my Portuguese. God damn. <laughs> I should try and perfect my English first. I was trying to perfect my Portuguese and I was searching for things on YouTube that were, uh, what's it called? I know the word in Portuguese, uh, subtitled in uh, in Portuguese. And this is one of them, a, a documentary on the Freedmans, right? And I must have gone back to, like, there's there's how many views on this video? There's like 116,000 views on this video. A good 100k of those are mine because of this song at the end, right? Now, if you go to, what is it? Um, if you go Capturing the Freedmans, and then it's uh, the, the Brazilian subtitled one on YouTube. And if you go to one hour and 42 minutes, right, exactly, then it's this tune, and it's it's actually by James Taylor's son, right? It's so good, and it's I've tried for years to find it without the like film over the top of it, so you can hear them talking and stuff, and the film and the music's in the background. But it is so good, man. In fact, I'm going to play a couple of different parts from it now because there's a couple of parts that are amazing. But I'll I'll play them now. See what you think. tune is so good i can listen to that all day <sighs> thank you for that message man appreciate that i will check out the rest of his stuff that artist again was bill callahan the first one not the previous one that was james taylor's kid i think his name's ben ben taylor right if you want to send in a message or a question tell me your favorite star wars uh, film right tell me why as well right because i think mine's empire but i don't really know why it is good. It's got a, like, hmm. Because when I think of it, it's, <laughs> this is the Star Wars podcast. Uh, when I think of it, it's like, I think of Hoth. But for me, Hoth isn't the best part of that film. So I don't know. Anyway, if you want to listen to Star Wars stuff, I'd recommend Rogue's Squadron podcast. They talk about Star Wars and beer and they're two legends. Right then. Until next week, it's raining sideways. Until next week, it really is raining sideways. That's crazy. Until next week, at Backpack Digital on Instagram. Uh, if you don't have Instagram, it's uh, on email at, uh, it's not at, god damn, why can't I speak? Uh, speak or think. It is really raining sideways. That's crazy. Hayden Lee Mail, as in M A I L, as in email, Hayden Lee Mail at gmail.com. And get yourself on the show. Get yourself on the show. That is crazy rain. Uh, 
the link will be in the little what's it called on there the notes or whatever <laughs> or just message me and we'll get you on the show but there's a few spaces left um and so get yourself on wow this is crazy rain man honestly oh look you can hear it you can just hear cars that's just cars okay cool right until next week good to speak to you guys and i will speak to you next week have a good one <laughs>